Welcome to the Queer Confidence Podcast, the podcast to help you become your most confident queer self. I'm your host, he, she, they, Coach Alex Ray, and I haven't always been this confident. In fact, I used to be super insecure. And through this show, I want to share with you what's worked for me, my clients, and my guests so that you can become more confident. Hello, hello, my unicorns confident queers. What is up? I am so happy to have you today. I, um, if I seem more energetic than usual, it's because I am. (laughs) I honestly, I have just been feeling so much overflowing joy and love for you today. It's just been, my mind has just been imagining really for you. And it's been filled with joy for what I know is possible and what I know you're going to achieve. And what I know our queer community is turning into what once was a place of a lot of sadness and suffering is really becoming a place of true pride and joy, and I am overwhelmed with love and excitement for you all. So let's dive into today's episode, huh? The Burnt Out Hero. Hmm. I am so curious. I wish I could be inside your head right now to know what you think this episode is going to be about. But let me tell you what I what it means, what uh, the burnt out hero means to me. How you know if you are a burnt out hero is if everything feels very urgent. Like you have to get everything done right now because the world depends on you. And everything feels very significant and very big and you're exhausted. You're burnt out, right? I actually, funny enough, had a realization today, shortly before getting on here, and realized, oh my gosh, I really am so far from the burnout that I used to experience. I used to really be working a ridiculous amount of hours, and I... Every time I would have an idea, I felt like I had to execute it right now. Like the world depended on it. I could not rest. I could not afford to rest. You could not afford for me to rest. I had to do it right now. And the reason I wanted to record this episode is because I coached two people on this actually late last year. And I realized, oh my goodness, this is actually such a common thing and while like it and it happens to the most um what do we call that uh at, at not advantageous um <laughs> I'm at a loss for words y'all but um those of us that um really oh my god the word's gonna kill me <laughs> Ambitious. That's the word. Okay. The most ambitious of us, not advantageous. My goodness. 
So the most advantageous, or <laughs> oh my goodness. So the most ambitious of us, we get in this space where we have these strong missions, right, that drive us. We have a purpose that we feel very clear about. We have a spark inside of us that is just bright and glowing and feels like like we have to take action. We're going to explode if we don't. And often our intentions for helping and healing the world are extremely good and extremely heroic. However, we end up getting very burnt out because we are so focused on the doing and you might be having these thoughts, right? And I don't want you to have any shame about it. I want you to actually know that's very normal. You think that you're very important and very significant and the world could not possibly have this transformation without you. Sound arrogant or something on the surface. I feel very called to do what I do. And I, and that is a very helpful and important trait uh, as when you have any kind of cause that's driving you. But it comes back to bite you in the ass. And it really is not helpful in the long run, this way of viewing it. So here's the problem. You have a belief that you need to be the hero. And you're always doing things for others. I was a pro at this, okay? <laughs> Remember, never bringing this message to you out of shame. Pretty much everything I ever talk about on here is things that I have personally experienced and done. So, you're holding it all together for others. You believe that if you were to stop doing what you are doing, things would fall apart with your friends, your family, your work, your business, your circle, the whole world would fall apart. You never could take a break because it all go to shit. And you put in effort to make it look and appear like you have life figured out. You're feeling inside like a shitstorm, but always trying to make sure that this outward appearance is polished and professional. And you're at the point right now where you're thinking, I don't know how much more of this I can take. I don't know if I can keep up with this. And this is such a common story for those of us that have a cause, a mission that really drives us in life. And I don't want you to get to that point where you give up and you don't either. And so let's take a look at why this hero identity or self-concept is not helping you, but hurting you. And I'm going to give you something better that's going to work 
far better than than this hero story that you're telling yourself. Because actually what you're doing is you are telling a hero story in a way, right? You have overcome something. I know you know exactly what you, what it is right now. You have had a pile of shit in your past that you have overcome. And now you're using this hero journey against yourself. You are saying, I have done this. I have done all of this. I went through the worst of it. Alex, you don't even understand. I was at rock bottom. And I finally made it to this level. I can't go back. And there's nothing more terrifying to you at the moment than going back there. Because every time that you bring it up, you are reliving through that trauma again. It's like, it's like you're on a roller coaster. And the whole time you're screaming, get me off this thing! <laughs> right? Get me off, get me off, get me off this freaking ride. And then when the roller coaster pulls back into the station, you're like, oh, that wasn't so bad. That wasn't so hard. Right? You do this. You start invalidating how the things that you've been through. And so while on one hand your brain is arguing, no, I went through this trauma and I could not possibly ever endure it again. The other half of your brain, as soon as you get out of anything that's difficult, is always, eh, it wasn't that hard. It could have been worse. Do you see the, the confusion there? <laughs> the opposing thought patterns there. They're twisting you up and nodding you up, and they're going to keep hurting you. Because you're going to continue, I know you, you're not going to give up, you're going to continue to fight, but you're going to continue to always be exhausted and always feel and be thinking that you are on the edge of your last attempt. Had these things happen in your past, and so your brain to protect you, it's doing exactly as it should, it's always protecting. And it starts thinking, well, I don't know if I could do this next thing because this might be the thing that I don't survived. This might be the thing that's the perfect set of circumstances, the perfect crisis that I won't be able to get through. And so you live your life between using your hero story of overcoming and fighting yourself with an enemy story of what's ahead. And you are forgetting that you've actually done hard things. You're capable of pulling through a lot of things. And you know that intellectually. But if you really believed it, then the future possibility of things going wrong would not feel so daunting. And you would not have an idea, a conceptual idea of there's a perfect set of circumstances that will wreck me. You're capable of pulling through a lot. You are. But don't ignore or repress the emotions. So that practice you have of going through hard things and then invalidating it, oh, it wasn't so bad. We got to put, we got to get rid of that shit. You've got to 
transition out of that. Because each time that you say, oh, no, 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 it wasn't that bad. You tell your brain that one actually that felt really bad, but it wasn't the one that's going to ruin me. It really it wasn't actually that bad. I, I lied. It felt bad, but sort of, I thought, but I didn't, but actually it didn't. It actually wasn't that bad. The bad thing is going to be something that ends me. And so you're perpetually looking out for the thing that's going to end you. If you actually are honest with yourself, hey, that was really hard. Like really, really hard. And I really was not sure I was going to get through it was the hardest thing I have ever been through before, or maybe second hardest. It was really hard. And I did get through it. I actually can get through a lot of things. I'm actually pretty capable. You know what? Bring on another hard thing. Because I'll get through it. I don't want to. But I'm going to allow it. Whenever it comes, I'm not going to fight it. I'm going to let it happen. Because I know no matter what it is, I can get through it. And you don't even need to use the story of, I've been through the worst, so nothing could possibly be worse. Because your brain will totally be arguing with that you on that and telling you, yep, nope, you haven't been through the worst, in fact, because you're still alive. So there's still something out there. If you just decided you haven't been through the worst, but you've been through bad, you're capable. What would that look like? What would that feel like? At the heart of this is really a, a practice that I work through with my clients on a regular basis. And that's feeling the feelings. Being on the roller coaster and feeling the highs and feeling the lows and not invalidating them, but actually experiencing them. Because when you experience them fully, not just a little bit, but fully, you start building the confidence to experience more awful feeling stuff without as much fear around it. Because you're confident, hey, I actually can feel really bad. Because the last time I went through something, I didn't avoid it. I felt it all the way deeply. So I want you to question for yourself, why have you been telling yourself you are this hero? And why, why has that been serving you? And how is it not serving you anymore? Typically, when you've been trying to be the hero, you've been trying to be the hero so that you can feel worthy or successful. You've been fighting against something, against this future impending doom, 
Or maybe it's a social justice cause and you've been fighting against that thing for so long, you can't remember what it would look like to not be focusing on that thing. And you're fighting against something so that you can have something else. And while that's made sense to you in the past, I want to completely flip that for you. Imagine a farmer who only fights against pests. He only sprays pesticides on his crops and never water. He's so focused on fighting against decay or pests or whatever that he hasn't focused on growing the crops. And that, my friend, is what happens when we get hyper-focused on fighting against anything. Fighting against it is not really serving you. It's not really serving what you want to get. When we fight against anything, the thing we fight against grows. When we fight for something, the thing we're fighting for grows. So don't fight against. Fight for. Fight for liberty. Fight for freedom. Fight for. Fight isn't even the best word. Maybe live for. Be. Four. You've kept telling the story of defeating and conquering over and over and reliving it and drowning in it again and again. And you're only increasing your fear of what might happen even more by reliving and retelling. It's always about the defeat. It's always about the taking down. It's always about the against. And because of that, you formed a identity, a self-concept of struggle. I've been there. I didn't even realize it at the time. But I want you to ask yourself, do I think that this is normal for me? Like, Do I think this... You don't have to want it to happen. In fact, I didn't want to be struggling. But almost if, if the struggle had disappeared overnight... I would have been a little bit lost and confused. The circumstance can be the exact same thing. You are a person who experienced that thing and is still alive. Just keep keep it to the pure facts. You can still say you survived and never want to do it again. And that might be true, but you're missing the truth that you know how to grow. That you are much more capable than you've been giving yourself credit for. And I don't even like the word hero because it implies that you're fighting against. And again, remember that immediately sparks a feeling of exhaustion. So what about choosing a different word for yourself? What about shifting that concept, that self-concept, your identity from 
being this hero that has to fight against and protect. Because it hasn't been serving you. It's been exhausting you. It's out of a kind heart that you do it. But you're worn out. And you're always just surviving. So what about a different word? Instead of being a hero, what about an an icon? Or if that feels like too much of the spotlight, like a hero, then what about just simply living true to who you are? Living towards that desire that's within you. Towards that thing, that, that nagging that you've felt for years or maybe your entire life. What about just being? There's room for being human in that. And there's excitement for what's possible instead of exhaustion for hard times past and hard hard times anticipated in the future. So maybe you're no longer a hero. Maybe you're just a beer, a liver. I want to close with this quote from a monk. I'm going to butcher his name, Thich Nhat Han. Close as I can get. <laughs> he says, People have a hard time letting go of their suffering. Out of a fear of the unknown, they prefer suffering that is familiar. My friend, I know you don't want the fear. You're not comfortable in the suffering. But it's familiar. And because of its familiarity, because of how you've identified as this hero, your brain will subconsciously keep clinging to it and keep creating more things to fight against. So may today be the day that you let go of the hero title. You're no good to the world as an exhausted, burnt out hero. Why don't you just be, be with all of you, feel all the way through those feelings, process through them. I highly recommend when you're processing emotion to do it with someone, do it with a meditation, do it with a therapist, do it with a coach. If you enjoyed this episode, don't keep it to yourself, share it with a friend so they too can become more confident. You can also help more people find the show by leaving a five-star review wherever you listen. And if you want to become a more confident queer with support from yours truly, head to coachalexray.com or use the link down in the show notes. I'm looking forward to working with you.